0: Love Talk Radio. Into Destiny Talk. Today we're going to be just touching a little bit on prayer, types of techniques that we can use, why do we pray, and actually how do we allow God to answer us when we pray. We must pray with understanding, depth, regularity, and results. Prayer was designed by God to address fellowship, receiving from God, and warfare, Prayer is the natural heart cry of a man to his Creator for things beneficial to his substance on earth. We pray because there is a devil and his wicked angels. The devil is set up to oppose all that is called God's will and purpose for our life. We need to pray when there's because of bankruptcy, lawlessness, affliction. Uh, poverty and lack and just anything that's going on in your life we really need to be focused on prayer prayer is our answering source prayer is our communication and fellowship to god prayer is where god begins to allow us to understand his will and his for our life prayer makes contact with the spirit world possible Prayer helps us to live and walk in the realm of the supernatural. Prayer brings quick and divine intervention. Prayer changes hopeless situations. Prayer is an antidote against worry, anxiety, drunkenness, and the cares of this life. So now as we go into scripture, we begin to realize that, you know, in Chronicles 7 and 14, where God began to let us know that if we would turn from our wicked ways and pray unto him, that he would heal our land. And he said, the people that are called by my name, that means you need to have a relationship with him. That means you need to have a dialogue, some type of communication skills with God. We're trying to communicate with God in the flesh And then when the answers don't come to us, we wonder why. What did we do wrong? Maybe I can't get an answer through, prayer through. Maybe I can't, you know, talk to God the way that I need to talk to him. But he's letting us know in his word, and his word is our oracle. His word is our laws, and and we need to understand that he said that if we pray or when we pray and humble ourselves and seek his face. And turn from our wicked ways Which means that when we intro in after our worship to him And after our praise to him And we come into our prayer room with him We need to acknowledge the fact that we have sinned Sin is doubt, unbelief, lack of faith So it may not be the big, you know, things that you may be thinking about But when you doubt the word of God You're not going to get into his presence So you have to begin your prayers with God, I'm sorry I'm sorry for doubting your word. I'm sorry for listening to the enemy tell me that you're not going to answer me, that you're not hearing me, that I'm stuck here, that everything that is chaotic is not going to work. And as we begin to acknowledge where we went wrong in the introductions of our prayers, then we can begin our dialogue with God. Then we can begin to speak to him from our heart. And he already knows our heart anyway. But it's a relief for us to be able to speak to God and let him know the things that are going on in our lives. And that way, he'll be able to communicate back with us what we need to do. And we can even ask him, God, what's going on? What's the blockage? Why can't I get through this? What What is where the enemy is in all of this? And he will begin to show you prophetically what's going on, where your hindrances are, and how you need to shift over into his plan. And as we begin to go... Into divine intervention of prayer, we go to Acts 12 where Peter was placed into prison and he was bound and he had the guards beside him in Acts 12 and 5. And an angel of the Lord appeared unto him and told him to get up and the chains fell off of Peter. And the Bible says so Peter was kept in prison, but the church was extremely earnestly praying to God for him. So even with someone else praying for you, God can hear the prayers of the righteous. So when they began to pray for him, and I'm quite sure Peter was praying as well, and the Bible says earnestly praying, which means they were putting all they had into it. They were speaking to God's throne about Peter concerning his man of God. And an angel appeared unto Peter, and and Peter thought, what's going on here? And God began to reveal to him through the angel what's going on, and what he needs to do. So that is the divine intervention that can happen in our prayer lives when we turn and seek the face of God. Then we go into Second Kings 20, when Hezekiah became ill. So if we're dealing with a sickness today and we don't know how to come out, we don't have the health insurance, we don't have money for our medication, we have to increase our faith in God. We have to begin to believe the word of God when he says that by his stripes we are healed. So in 2 Kings 20, the Bible says, In those days Hezekiah became ill and was at the point of death. And the prophet Isaiah, the son of Amos, went to him and said, This is what the Lord says. Put your house in order because you are going to die. You will not recover. Now, Hezekiah didn't take that as a death sentence to where it's over. The prophet has spoken. But he took that information and he said, not so, because I know God. And that's a word that's spoken, but it's a word that can be changed. It's the heart of God that I need to get to at this point. So Hezekiah went and he turned his face To the wall, which means he turned his face face away from distractions. He turned his face away from anything that was going to turn him away from believing the mind and the Word of God. He meditated on the Word of God. He began to speak the Word of God back to him and let him know that this is what your Word says. And this is what needs to be done in my life, and He began to remind God of who He is and how he he worshiped and glorified him, and how he um is the God of all gods and When Hezekiah turned his face to the wall, God turned around and answered him so before Isaiah even got out of the the um, court, he told him to turn back around and go back to isaiah and and turn those words around and that's the situation that god can do for us he can turn the words around any negativity that's been spoken over your life anything that that the enemy is trying to make you believe god is the one that will turn those words around we can't turn those words around because we don't have any power but the word of god can turn words Around. So if you're dealing with a sickness and you know there's divine intervention and you know there's divine healing and you know the path that Jesus took when it came to healing and you know the path that the disciples took when it came to healing and you know that same God lives today. So when you begin to turn your face to the wall and you begin to say to God, I don't have the money for the medication, I don't have the health insurance that I need to go see the doctor, God, all I have is you my creator come and answer me my lord and savior Come and see about me. And as you begin to remind God of who he is, it strengthens your own inner man to acknowledge who God is. So it's not just God you're speaking to, but you're speaking to the inner man that's in doubt. You're speaking to the inner man that's in pain. You're speaking to the inner man that is saying it's not going to happen. Take up your, you might as well just go ahead and die. You might as well just go ahead and lie here because the doctor has pretty much said no, unless you get your medication, unless you go to the doctor. But Hezekiah said not so. Even coming out of the mouth of God, not so. I am going to pray, because that's all that I have left is my prayer. That's all that I have left is my communication with God. So as we begin to get into situations where it seems like doom and gloom, where it seems like there's no hope, where it seems like everything is written off, we have our prayer to God. We have our meditation before God. And as we communicate with him, we can begin to see the results, even with Peter. Peter could have gave up. He could have said, you know what, I'm here. I can't minister anymore. I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm limited. They got me now, but he said no. I will pray. And because he trained the church, the church knew the answer to what they needed to do to get Peter out. And the divine intervention came for them. What is it in your life today that you're saying to God, all hope is gone? That you're saying to God, there's nothing There's nothing else left for me to do. And you're right, there's nothing else for you to do. because needs to step in at this point and intervene for you god needs to step in at this point and reverse the situation and it's only god that can do that prayer generates a holy emotion right attitude and right righteous distribution in our souls disposition in our souls bring god's peace to a troubled mind in a troubled world The price that we pay in prayer may be for fasting and praying, may be, you know, seven days of fasting or whatever it's going to take, but there's a price that needs to be paid because we have to have that flesh to die. The flesh cannot be stronger than the spirit man. The spirit man needs to be stronger than the flesh in order for the prayer and the manifestation to come forth. So if there's something going on in your life, Begin to fast and go before God in prayer and worship and praise, and and the manifestation will definitely come forth. The enemy wants to pour cold water on your miracle, on your breakthrough. And when you allow him, and understand the enemy cannot do no no more than what we allow him to do. So when the enemy comes in with his doubt and with pouring the cold water on our situation, We are the ones that activate the spirit of God. We are the ones that activate the manifestation of divine intervention by saying to him, but the word says. By saying to him, I have faith in the one that created me. We must realize that we are right at the brink of our breakthrough. Don't allow discouragement to come upon you the pressures of this world. We must push. We must press in. The promised land is before you. Your promise, you've seen your promise. You've had dreams. You've had prophecies. You've had people to tell you that God is there. You've even seen it for yourself in the spiritual realm, and you keep wondering God when, God how, God this, God that, and he's saying to you, tap in, push in, push And he said, well, how do you do that? You have to fast. You have to pray. You have to build a relationship with him. You have to communicate with him. When you ask the question, he answers the question. It's not about going down on your knees and just beginning to pour yourself out to him. It's not about going down on your knees, always crying and never listening. That's not prayer. Prayer is the communication. Prayer opens up the fellowship with God." Prayer opens up a relationship with God. And then you say, well, I've heard so many things about how to pray. I've heard so many things about what to say. But God is letting us know it's not about that. Pray my word. Pray my word, and that's what I will recognize. Remind me of my word. Speak my word, and I will begin to... Move in your life. Now, as we begin to pray like that, that's when you begin to see the manifestations. But don't always go down with, Woe is me. The enemy is beating me down. Oh, the enemy is doing this to me. No. The Word of God is an encouraging word, it's an upbuilding word. It's the Word that God Himself honors. So if you want the honor, as Hezekiah did, as Daniel did, as Hannah did, as Peter did, begin to go before God with his word. Even Solomon, they all acknowledge, You are the God of my salvation. You are the God of my soul. And you are my creator. This is what I'm going through. And this is what your words say. So I'm going to walk by faith, knowing that your word is true, knowing that I will not be defeated. And he said, you know, if we seek his face and turn from our wicked ways, wicked ways can be a little bit of anything. Wicked ways mainly is the hindrance of our prayers because we're not acknowledging our sins. We're not acknowledging that God is our Savior. We're not acknowledging that God is our Lord and Lord. But we have to acknowledge God for who he is. We have to acknowledge God for what he's doing in our lives, and then, then allow the manifestations to come. The Bible says in Philippians, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, with prayer, with supplication, with thanksgiving, make your requests known unto God. So the Bible is an instruction for us. He's saying, look, this is what you need to do. This is how you need to do this thing. And therefore you'll be able to communicate with me Don't be anxious when you go down in prayer Don't say I got to have it right now, right now, right now, right now But go down in prayer with peace and understanding and wisdom Go down knowing that God is going to answer you Go down knowing that you have a relationship That he doesn't mean you any harm That he's not going to just leave you hanging and distraught And disasters all around you Even though we go down in fear, even though we go down in lack of understanding in our prayers, we have to stay acquainted with the Word of God because when we go and we begin to pray, the Word of God is what builds us up from our belly. The Word of God is what's encouraging us. The Word of God is what we have. That's the only tool we have to let us know that there is a God out there, that there is a God that's going to answer us, that there is a God that's going to minister to us and in these days that we're in right now and we thank god for everything that has been in position in january but we still have to pray we still individually this is an individual walk though america is trying to be turned around we have an individual walk that we must do and that individual walk says i must build a relationship with my lord and savior that individual walk says that even though cancer is strong in the world I have a God who died for cancer. Even though leukemia, blood disease, whatever it is, is strong, we have a God that died. But we don't know that if we don't read the Word. We don't know that if we don't have a relationship with God. Prophetically, we go and we try to get a Word, but that same Word can come in prayer. That same Word can be strengthened and manifest through our relationship. We don't have to worry about running places to get a Word. The word is in you. The word is in this book that you're reading. The word of God is who he is. So you have to begin to acknowledge where your source is. That's why we're running scattered. And we look back in the Bible days of Israel when they ran scattered. Every time they got fearful, they begin to build gods or they begin to wander off into paganism. And then God had to manifest himself and bring up a leader that will direct the people back. We have to be a focused people. We know the word of God, and we can preach it better than some preachers. But the difference of it is, is the lifestyle. The difference is the way that we interpret the word of God and how do we apply the word of God. Do as Hezekiah did and turn your face to the wall and begin to speak to your Lord and Savior. Do as Hezekiah did and pray until you get an answer without the distractions without the people telling you, but God is not there, begin to pray to your Lord and Savior in your own dialogue. You don't need to buy a book that tells you seven ways to pray. There are no seven ways to anything in the Bible. Seven steps to wisdom, seven steps to financial blessing. The word of God isn't systematic. The word of God is God. So whatever worked seven steps for somebody else may not be seven steps for you. It may only be one or two, but you would not know that if you don't begin to have a relationship with God. Turn your face to the wall or do as Peter did and surround himself with people that pray. Because once you're surrounded with people that pray, any situation you get into, they immediately begin to pray for you. You don't even have to say, girl, pray for me. I got this and I got... No, because they're already praying before the situation comes up, They already know what you're about to go through Because prophetically God has connected to their spirit And they will pray before the situation even comes up So now you're covered When you surround yourself with the people that loves to pray Or as we can do what Daniel did When Daniel was praying over Israel And the angel Gabriel came to him and said I heard your prayers Daniel was persistent with his prayers Even though he didn't get an answer He kept tapping in Tap, tap, tap Until he got his answer How serious are you About your answer today How serious are you About coming out of unemployment Without coming out About coming out of lack And poverty And sickness and disease If you're serious You will fast If you're serious You will pray If you're serious You will begin to get dialogue With your Lord and Savior Your creator He created your body He knows exactly What you need In your body To make it start working right He knows exactly What you need in your finances, to get you ahead. He knows exactly what job you need to get your money flowing. If you were a teacher before, and he may be saying, go into management with this or take a couple of extra classes and enhance yourself on this because I'm going in a new direction, but we're still applying for the same jobs. We're not in tune with the Spirit of God. There's a shifting going on, and we all know that, but where is the shifting taking us? Where is the movement taking us? That's what the question is right now. And so we have to find out the shifting of God. Don't miss the shifting by trying to be the same. And the only way you'll know what God is doing is through prayer and fasting. Your flesh must die and your spirit man must be increased. The Bible says with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, allow your request to be made known unto God. So that means don't go down in a whole bunch of, whining and crying and why me and i thought you chose me and i thought i was your minister and i thought i was your teacher but yet things are coming against me the doors are closed in my church i can't do this i can't do that the bible doesn't say anything about can't the bible doesn't say anything about you know not being able to do something but he does say about being encouraged he does say about fighting the principalities of this world Because we have to understand that we wrestle not, as Ephesians says, against the flesh and blood. And that's who we're fighting. We're fighting our flesh and blood that we see in us. But we want the manifestations of divine intervention. And it's not going to work. But we do wrestle against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world. And against spiritual wickedness in high places. So the Bible says to put on the whole armor of God. So what we have to do is stop looking for God in the flesh. Stop looking for God in in what a word can do for you, but start looking for God in the spirit realm. How do we get to the spirit realm? We must worship him in spirit and in truth. We must begin to worship him. We must begin to praise him. Not just what the five-minute or 10-minute, 30-minute at the church, but we need to have a relationship with him at home, a quiet time set aside just for God. When everybody's asleep or before everyone wakes up, stop looking for your answer in the flesh. The answer is in the spirit realm. God is spirit, so he deals in the spirit. He's not flesh, so he can not answer you in flesh. But if you begin to seek him in the spirit realm, You will find him in the spirit realm. He has so many answers for you. He has so many directions for you because he's finished your life. He he created it, and now he's done, and now we're walking through. So what are we walking to? Where are we going? Do we know? Do we know our destiny and our purpose? Where are we going tomorrow, today? Do we know? Have we asked God, what is in today for me? Have we asked God, what application should I be filling out? Have we asked God? Where is the money? Where am I going to get this money to do your work, to do your will that I may sustain in this time? Where is it? And he will begin to reveal to you, this is where you need to go. This is what you need to do. But God is in part. His prophecies are in part. So when he gives you a prophecy in part, you have to pray for the rest of it. That doesn't mean go and react as soon as you have a dream. That means react Once he gives you the information In prayer Constantly praying and fasting God I understand what you're saying Now give me the rest of it Understanding Wisdom And knowledge And through prayer You'll get your directions Through prayer You'll see your visions Through prayer Through prayer Through fasting Kill the flesh Kill the flesh So that God may speak to you Kill the flesh So that you may walk According to the will of God Cliches don't make us spiritual Speaking Speaking things that we think are going to get us no. the spirit man. Where is your spirit man? Where does he dwell? How strong is he? That's going to get you your answer. That's going to get you closer to God is your spirit. God connects to your spirit. He doesn't connect to just your words. He doesn't connect to just your feelings. He connects to his spirit that he placed in you. And when the devil comes up against you this week, begin to rebuke the devil and he will flee. If he tells you no, you begin to tell the devil what the word of God says If he begins to tell you you can't, you begin to tell the devil what you can do Declarations Begin to let the devil know you will follow the word of God You will do what God is saying Even when everything around you is falling apart Even when the tears are flowing and you don't have no directions of what you're supposed to be doing Prayer, fasting, seeking the word of God and connecting to his spirit is where we need to be And that way God will be glorified God wants to be glorified in this earth. He wants his people to begin to be ministered to. God loves us so much, and he has so much he wants to give us, so much he wants to answer. But we are the ones that's hindering him from feeding us. We are the ones that are hindering him from talking to us. How bad do you want your answer today? How bad do you want God to minister to you? Then do what is required In the Bible for you to do And we have so many examples of how to do that So there's no excuse for why we don't have our prophetic answers There's no excuse why we don't have visions and dreams There's no excuse for why the spirit of God is poured Is not poured out among all people on this world So please get yours by prayer and fasting Focusing on the spirit man that you have on the inside Setting aside time to say God I want to know who you are God I want you ministering to me I want you God God I want you. I have nothing else left. I have no job. I have no money. I have no insurance. I don't have anything else but you, God. Nothing. And he will begin to open up heaven and say, I'm sorry that I had to put you in that place, but I need you to do the work I've called you to do. And even though everyone is in the same place that you're in, as Israel was in the same place before they came out and they exited, We have to come out as a a people and exit as well. We don't have to wait for a Moses. Be a Moses in your own life and get yourself out because the Word of God is your Moses. The Word of God is your directions into your promised land. The devil wants to take that away from you. Don't give it to him. The devil wants you to be closed-minded and pour cold all over your dreams. Don't give it to him. We thank you today for tuning in to Destiny Talk. And God is your Lord and Savior. God is your creator. Speak to God. Begin to let him minister to you. Begin to allow God to talk to you. Begin to allow God, and he will answer you. He wants to answer you. I know it seems like he don't, but if we open ourselves up to him, he will answer There's too many examples in the Bible That tells us so And then even if we reflect back on our life Last year, the year before We can see how God answered us We can see what it took For God to begin to manifest in our lives Take that And use that But yet build on that Don't use the technique That you used last time But allow God to begin to move in your life Thank you for tuning in to Destiny Talk God bless you and we'll see you again on next. We'll hear talk to you again on next week.